jasoncharles.net. Deep talk, deep sounds. This is the Carl Arrington Archive on jasoncharles.net. This is Carl Arrington. The following episode features an excerpt of my interview with Ozzy Osbourne, recorded in London in March of 1981. This was just after he'd broken up with Black Sabbath and had taken off on his solo career with The Blizzard of Oz. There's a whole biographical section. So you know, I want you to start with birth date. I was born in Birmingham, England in 1948. Yeah, birth date? The birth date was the 3rd of December 1948. Um, I grew up in a, pl- a small part of Birmingham called Aston, and I spent about 19 years of my life in the same house, which is a small terraced house, kind of sort of lower working class. What did your dad do? My, my father worked in a factory, night shift. My mother steel? Worked, steel factory. He was, was a tool maker. My mother worked in a, in a, um, a Lucas's factory. A what? Lucas's, making electrical components for, for cars and things mm-hmm. all, all her life. Um, I went to a, a, an ordinary, you know, go, government school. Didn't get a very good education. Didn't, I wasn't really interested in schooling. I wasn't really interested in. Didn't want to learn. I was, I was a rebellious child. Didn't have a very happy uh, childhood. Why? Uh, it was depressing. It was like no, there's no dough. We were, in fact, it, put it like this way: we were that poor. My, there's six, there's six in my family. I got three sisters and two brothers and myself. And my like in the week, we'd do things like buy one can of soup to feed the six of us. And we'd put, put the can of soup in the saucepan and put a, another extra can of water to make the soup go further, you know, and things like that, you know. And then I left school at the age of 15 and I got I numerous amounts of jobs. Did you get Did you get kicked out of school? Were you ever no, suspended? No, no. no I was, I were just, you rowdy? Or, uh... I was just like, I, was, I always used to like to make people laugh at school. I was a clown, you know, I used to do Make people laugh, and if I used to think, if I can make people laugh, they'll, they'll never beat me. So if the, the best thing to do when I was in that situation was pick the biggest bully in the school, and if you can make him laugh, you're on a winner because he'll protect you then because you're his clown, you know. Right. And it was like that all along, and then, in actual fact, the guy who was the bully at school was with, was my road manager with Black Sabbath at the end of the day, you know. Really? Yeah. Finally, I think another, another, another thing, the science teacher at my school, his son ended up my... my uh, road manager as well. So it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Swings and roundabouts. Anyway, I left school at the age of 15. Were you a jock? Did you play soccer and nah, stuff? I was never into I was into shoplifting and stealing and doing all this vandalism and whatnot. You know, one of these, just like a regular bum, you know. And, uh, Did you but, get in trouble with the police? Oh, many times. I mean, I mean, it, my father at the end of the day said to me, I'll never believe how you've done what you've done because I always expected to be visiting you at a prison cell, you know. Like Vir- what is his name? Virgil. <laughs> that Woody Allen film, it's like a carbon copy of my eyes. I could never do anything. I could I was always a guy standing there with a hot poker in my hand, you know. <laughs> oh me. <laughs> I mean one remember one time I was I broke it we used to have these like newspaper stands. And I've got a screwdriver there, like twelve o'clock I'm trying to get the pennies out of this thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm working it like for an hour and I'm trying to break this thing up as a cup standing just right next to me, <laughs> what should we do this? Come on. So, uh, what did they do to you? I mean, did they throw you in jail for a day? Did they find no, you? No, I just, they just, just let me off at first because I was so young. I started stealing when I was about 12, you know. Uh-huh. And I used to just, just steal anything, you know, just go into people's houses and steal out of their houses and my hands in person, <laughs> steal handbags and whatnot. 
Anyway, uh, I left school at 15 and uh, I couldn't wait to leave school. I could not stand to be systemized. I couldn't stand this uniform thing. I had rebelled against it all my life. I mean, you, I mean, like that, it was like it wasn't a grammar school where you, you were it was compulsory to wear a, a uniform, but they liked you to wear them. But I'm, so what I used to do is wear the drain pipes, the pointed wrinkled pigs, just grease my hair with lard and we'll butter on my hair, make my hair stick back. You know? So I mean, you were. Almost a teddy. Oh yeah, I was a teddy, like a rucker, you know. Yeah. So then I jacked that and I got a job in several building sites and then I got involved with music as a, more or less as, as a way of not working in factories, just to, at least to travel, you know. And I, 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 uh, I had several like, local bands and I had a band with Geezer Butler, which is called the Rare Breed for about, I was last year about three or four months. Reverie? No, Rare Breed. Rare Breed, yeah. And uh, then I split from that band and Geezer split with me. I met, I met with Tony and we used to go to school with. And, and Bill Ward, and then we formed the, the original band. The original name of Black Sabbath was the Polka Talk Blues Band. And do you know how I got that name? I was taking a dump one day in the bathroom, and there was this talcum powder in the tin. I thought, what the fuck are we going to call this band now? And it was, oh, that's it, Polka Talk. It was, it was like a, a tin um, with all these dots on it. was like polka, polka, like polka dots. Yeah. Polka, polka talk it was crossed. That's it, man. Twigged it. That lasted a week. Then we call ourselves Earth. And then finally we wrote the song Black Sabbath and we started to call the band Black Sabbath. But between that, I was like, I'd done a, a series of crimes. Like I'd, 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 uh, I'd assaulted a police officer and done, been done for larceny, burglary, and two counts. And um, I ended up in prison for a while. Which was very, very educational for me, actually, because I learned a lot about So you were 17 when this happened, when you went to jail? Yeah, it was kind of strange because um, my father thought I needed a short, sharp shock, you know, to pull me back on my feet, you know. But before I got in prison, I started to get interested in, in music because of the Beatles, you know. I mean, from school days, I mean, the Beatles to me were like gods, you know. I wanted, yeah. to, be, I wanted to be a Beatle, you know. I thought, it's what a great thing to be a Beatle. And so I, used to, I, was a, I was the Beatle fan. My whole bedroom wall was covered in anything, to, even if it was a fucking thing with the Beatles name on it, stick it on my wall, you know. And then... When I was in prison, I, I met some very interesting people. I met. Um, well, you you actually got sent in for for the burglary or the assault or. No, well, it was a combination. I, I, I wouldn't pay pay any fines up, and so they, they got me for non-payment of fine, you know, which which made it to about three three and a half months, three months or so. It wasn't too long. It was long enough. A day in one of them places is long enough for me. Man. And so where was the what was the prison? Winston Green Prison in Birmingham. Winston Green. Winston. Winston Green. Okay. Winston Green. And, um, and was this like a, is this like a Small jail, or no, it's a, prison. It's, this it's, is the actual it's prison. actual penitentiary, man. Yeah. It's like I was in a, the YP wing, the young prisoners wing, but also in the YP wing, you get the remands you know, on, on, on floor one, floor three, and floor five. You get the people who are actually doing time or yeah. waiting to be shipped to Borstal, mm -hmm. and on the every other also floor two, four, and eight or so, six and eight were like the people that were on remand waiting to go to trial. Yeah. So I met some really interesting people, and I met a guy that was in there for grand larceny, and I met a guy that was in there for murder. This one guy I met in there had murdered, being, he was doing his third life sentence. His life in England is 10 years, you know. Mm, right. And it was like, it was like, like all these, I was a young guy, man, and all these yeah. queer old fucking homosexuals were always trying to chase me, and I was just fucking heavy for a while. I never caught me, I could run faster. And it was kind of, it was weird, it was like, it was like a part of my life, which I'm not, I don't regret doing, but yet, for, for what it learned me about yeah. that side of life. It was, it was like, it was, I, was, I knew in my mind that I would never stick in that situation because I was 
You weren't like a mean kid. Oh no, boy. I used to be funny. I used to do crazy things to make people laugh. Yeah. I used to cut fucking lickings like you wouldn't get your fucking breath. I once got caught pissing in the, the science teacher's sidecar. And off the wall of motorbike and sidecar. <laughs> fucking all sorts of things I used to get up to now. I used to do a great trick and hate pennies up in the metal work room at the school. And put them there and the kids would go, oh. Who did that? Osborne, Osborne here. I used to do crazy fucking things, man. Anything to, to keep the kids laughing. I once went scrump, we used to go scrumping for stealing apples off trees. I used to steal the fucking trees and take them to school. I once got caught in the playground, dragging a fucking apple tree off the playground. Get to my office. What for, sir? I mean, it's nuts. My father used to come home from all night's work and so. Oh, no, no. What have you done there? I was just like, look, the original fucking punk I was. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's a way of surviving. You either survive with that or you survive with that, you know. I'd rather make people laugh than start wanting to come and fucking put a fucking axe to my head. If you keep the fuckers happy, man, what's, what, that's, and that's all of my, my whole thing is. Well, were you always getting in fights, so? For some reason, that it's half outside, and I'm like, oh, really? <coughs> I'm the first one to walk out the door and I get the fucking fist or the brick in me. It's weird, it's really fucking weird it is. But it's like, um, I think I'll always, I mean, I'm a likable lunatic. I'm not like a, I don't do any fucking, fucking I don't do any fucking heavy shit to people. I wouldn't sort of like to fucking. But it, I, certainly during Black Sabbath days, I mean, you really had a diabolical image, which you, which, which you. But that, wasn't, that wasn't our doing. That was, the, that was the record company trying to sell the fucking plastic for that. Right. But, I mean, but, I, but you played along with it. Of course, I was selling plastic, man. I was getting bucks for it, you know. But like, it's like if everyone, every, if every, it's show business. And if you lived a role that you act, you'd go fucking nuts. I mean, I mean, Lawrence, Lawrence Olivier, don't fucking live his roles at home. Right. He's, I mean, when you're off stage, you're off stage, you know. And it's it's difficult for me to get that across to people. You've been listening to my interview with Ozzy Osbourne, recorded in March of 1981 in London. Coming up from the Carl Arrington Archive, Patty Smith from November 1975, David Bowie in 1977, Mick Jagger from 1982, Dolly Parton from 1977. Also, Billy Nelson, Carrie Fisher, Mike Nichols, Olivia Newton-John, and Gladys Knight. This is Carl Arrington. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Carl Arrington Archive on jasoncharles.net. The Carl Arrington Archive is a collection of hundreds of hours of rare, in-depth interviews with the greatest musicians, performing artists, and writers, conducted over four decades by veteran journalist Carl Arrington. For more information about the series and upcoming episodes, go to the Carl Arrington Archive on the JasonCharles.net Podcast Network Audio Dramas channel. Follow us on Instagram at Carl Arrington Archive and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information regarding licensing and full extended interviews, contact Carl Arrington Archive at gmail.com. JasonCharles.net. Deep talk, deep sounds. That was so deep.